0: Welcome to the AEM Education and Training Podcast, a collaboration between Brown University Emergency Medicine and the editors of the Academic Emergency Medicine Education and Training Journal. I'm Dr. Gita Pensa, and here's what we've got for you today. We've talked on this podcast frequently about the difficulties of teaching on shift in the emergency department, especially in an increasingly metrics and RVU-focused professional world. Today, we are talking about what is sometimes another educational casualty of busy life in the academic ED, and that is adequate feedback for rotating medical students. Our new AEM education and training article for today is entitled Learner Perceptions of Electronic End of Shift Evaluations on an Emergency Medicine Clerkship and looks at differences in learner satisfaction between end of shift written and electronic feedback. We have first author Dr. J.V. Nabel here with us to discuss it. Dr. Nabel is the clerkship director and an associate professor of emergency medicine at Georgetown University School of Medicine, MedStar Health in Washington, D.C. He is also the medical director for Georgetown EMS, and we're excited to have him here to talk about this work today. Don't forget to read the full text of this article available on our blog at brownemblog.com. Welcome, Dr. Nabel. It's so great to have you on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate the uh, the invitation uh, to talk about our paper.
0: So we're going to be talking about medical student satisfaction with end-of-shift feedback in their emergency medicine rotations. But my first question is about feedback in general. So let's talk about what some of the challenges are for medical students who are going through an emergency medicine rotation in particular in terms of their receiving constructive feedback
1: Oh, that's a great question. I think there are a couple big challenges. I think one of the first challenges uh, are the number of different teachers and evaluators that most students going through an emergency medicine rotation uh, are going to encounter, right? So unlike most other specialties and their clerkships, uh, where they're with the same uh, faculty member or resident for some long period of time, sometimes a week, sometimes two weeks, sometimes the entire rotation, uh, EM is often very different, right? because uh, we have a very shift staffing nature uh, to our rotation and so our students are potentially going to be working with multiple different teachers and evaluators throughout their time uh, with us uh, so unlike these other rotations where they can work with the same person uh, and get kind of a more um, nuanced feedback over a period of time that's a little bit different because we have to work with different diff- different teachers and different students on a daily basis uh, and so I think how most clerkships in uh, uh, in emergency medicine throughout the country have uh, addressed this issue is to actually provide feedback and incorporate feedback uh, after every single shift, right? So rather than waiting till the midway point or the end of the rotation to provide feedback to the learners, they're providing it at the end of every every shift. Uh, the second challenge is also kind of that depth of feedback, right? So we give more frequent feedback to our students, but it's really hard to fully capture constructive feedback that's a little bit more um, in-depth, as opposed to, say, on your um, internal medicine or surgery rotation, where you're with the same person for a long period of time. That evaluator really has seen you kind of grow over a long period of time. That's a little bit different on emergency medicine, where you really are just capturing one data point, where you're looking at one shift for one student. Um, And so As a result, I think many clerkships have incorporated some sort of standardized feedback mechanism so that uh, faculty can give some structure uh, to how they provide that
0: feedback to their students uh, to optimize them for success. Excellent. So what's been published in the past about ways that we might improve learner feedback in emergency medicine rotations?
1: Uh, You know, lots have been published about feedback and specifically in emergency medicine. Uh, At least a couple come to mind. Uh, There was one study by uh, Thurger and colleagues that that found that uh, feedback um, is just as important to medical students. So they basically queried medical students about various aspects uh, of their rotation and what they found to be the most useful. Uh, And they found that feedback was just as important as taking the time to teach, which is interesting because as faculty, we often think uh, that uh, the bulk of our time should be spent teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, And what Thurger found was that uh, students actually value uh, the feedback that's given to them just as much as the time spent teaching them. Um, So uh, that's a great question for us as as faculty members. Do we actually spend as much time and attention to giving that uh, optimal feedback to our learners? Uh, Another study by uh, Bernard uh, and colleagues found that allocating the shifts more deliberately uh, so that students are working with the same faculty member more frequently throughout the rotation rather than a uh, random uh, chance actually improves the the perception of the quality of that feedback. And understandably, that can be really hard uh, on some um, institutions, especially if they have a lot of different learners and a lot of medical students that, that need to go through the rotation. But as much as possible, trying to be a little bit more deliberate about how you schedule those students can really improve the experience in terms of providing feedback. Again, because, uh, At the end of the shift, it's just really one snapshot in time. But if that same attending can have that opportunity to work with that student again, then they can provide a little bit more depth of that feedback and say, hey, you know, great job in terms of incorporating the feedback that we discussed on our last shift uh, and moving that student forward.
0: Okay. So let's let's delve into your paper now. So your team was examining whether an electronic method of compiling and recording feedback was preferred over paper by students who were rotating through an emergency medicine rotation at a university hospital. So this was a retrospective study of end-of-rotation emergency medicine student surveys. Um, so at the end of the rotation, I assume that they just had a, a survey about how their experience was, and you were looking back at those. Um, so you essentially we're comparing student level of satisfaction with their level of feedback over two periods of time. This paper evaluation period, which was from 2012 to roughly July 2015, and then an electronic evaluation period from July 2015 to then June 2018. That's correct. Okay. So so to start off, can you just describe for us the process of how faculty in each of these periods would normally go about evaluating the students at the end of shift like were they were they given instruction on how to provide effective feedback were they just sort of scribble something down and throw it in a box like what what would they like were they instructed to give face-to-face feedback as well as written feedback
1: So in the paper period, so at the end of every shift, uh, the faculty member would sit down with the student learner at the end of that shift and provide feedback using an evaluation form, a standardized evaluation form specific to our emergency medicine rotation. Uh, And on that form, the faculty member is asked to evaluate and assess the student on six specific domains, including the student's performance in obtaining a history and physical, their medical decision-making, Uh, Their differential diagnoses, their medical knowledge, professionalism, and then their overall clinical performance. Uh, Then uh, after the faculty member provided kind of that face-to-face verbal feedback to the student, the faculty member would then complete the form, uh, and on those six domains, uh, the student was assessed on a standard Likert scale of one to five, with five being uh, exceptional performance, And then that form would then be handed to the student to then turn in uh, to clerkship leadership. That
0: uh, oh, so they would see it.
1: Yes, so they would see it. Oh, so they would know what was on that form. Uh, And then that uh, those forms would uh, be compiled uh, to create a composite score of clinical performance, which made up about sixty five percent of the student's total clerkship grade.
0: Okay, and so in the electronic period, what would happen with the attending? get an email after the shift? And would the student actually see that evaluation or no?
1: Yeah, so they would, again, um, sit down with the student at the end of the shift, give them verbal feedback. And unlike the paper evaluation where they would fill it out on a piece of paper, uh, the faculty member in front of the student would log on to a website, and they would usually do this on their smartphone, uh, to complete pretty much the exact same form online. It's essentially the same form, but in an electronic format. And so the faculty would complete that evaluation in the presence of a student. uh, And then after the attending hits submit, a confirmation code is generated and the student saves that confirmation code. And this is just meant as a backup, just in case the attending selects the wrong student. Um, We need a way to be able to track that evaluation and reassign it to the correct student. Um, So the student really doesn't leave the shift without number one, the attending providing verbal feedback and number two, uh, documenting
0: that feedback on the electronic evaluation system. Oh, interesting. So I was going to ask you how faculty were encouraged to complete the evaluations, if you had a carrot or a stick. But if that's the cultural expectation is that at the end of every shift, they're going to sit down with that medical student, that seems like enough that you would have a, a pretty good compliance rate. Yeah. So um, so essentially 100% compliance. So, and, and the
1: way that we viewed it was rather than... Um, making a carrot or stick on the faculty, really the motivation was on the student's end um, because the students are told at the beginning of the rotation during orientation that the shift really doesn't count uh, unless they come away with an evaluation form in either the paper or electronic periods. So they had to leave they had to complete the rotation with a certain number of shifts completed and that shift didn't count unless they had an evaluation so which basically ensures 100% compliance because the student wouldn't physically leave the department uh, unless they were um, evaluated.
0: Oh, so it's kind of on them to say like, Hey, my shift doesn't count unless you evaluate me. So we really, we got to sit down and do this.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And,
0: you know, within a certain, well, a certain amount of time,
1: it really just became second nature to the attending. Uh, we do the same thing for our residents, uh, where they get end of shift feedback as well. Uh, that's documented. Uh, so it really, um, um, didn't really require much of a character stick on the attendings because uh, it just became second nature once the students uh, got the message that they really needed to leave with some sort of feedback.
0: And with the residents, do you is it done together also?
1: Exactly, yeah. So with the residents, uh, there's also um, an, an electronic evaluation system as well that's utilized, uh, and the, the the faculty provide verbal and then document that uh, feedback on that uh, electronic evaluation system as well.
0: Hmm, interesting. Uh, so why did you why did you make the transition to electronic feedback in the first place? Like, who designed the system, and, and why did you think it was necessary? The switch was actually done uh, mostly for convenience
1: uh, of the clerkship leadership. Um, And this was done uh, before uh, I took on the clerkship uh, director role. So prior uh, leaders of the clerkship uh, really, uh, to their uh, benefit, found that it was really challenging to keep track of a lot of paper. We have 200 medical students who rotate through our ED on a required fourth year rotation, doing 13, 14 shifts a block. That's that's a lot of paperwork to, uh, to keep track of. And so our clerkship Coordinator was having to input all these paper evaluations into Excel and then developing an end of rotation narrative feedback was really difficult for the clerkship leadership because they would have to start reading the handwriting of multiple different faculty members to provide uh, an end of rotation summary evaluation. Uh, And then And the electronic system really allows for much easier tracking of what our school refers to as doves and hawks, basically, faculty who consistently either give really low or really high grades. Um, And so this allows us to be able to, since every faculty member has a unique login, to really um, uh, get down into detail which attendings um, are giving. Um, disparate uh, feedback from other other faculty members. Uh, and so in terms of how this was developed, one of the other faculty members, uh, who's a co-author of the study, Dr. Kevin Malloy, actually programmed and developed uh, the electronic feedback system. Uh, and it's exact exa- the exact same system that's used for the end of shift faculty evals of our resident learners. He developed that as well. So uh, he's a guru in terms of being able to uh, program these things. Um, and so was able to do this, which has saved us an immense amount of time.
0: Oh, very impressive. And I also love that emergency medicine is a required rotation at your shop. That's awesome. Yes, Um, yes. so, So tell us about anything else you want us to know about how the study was set up, and then we'll talk about your results.
1: Yeah, so um, as you mentioned, this was designed as a retrospective study and where we looked at those end of rotation surveys that students complete at the conclusion of their EM rotation. Um, The school utilizes this um, uh, survey instrument, which is universal for all of the required clerkships. uh, And I asked the students uh, to rate each rotation on a number of different domains. Uh, For this study, we specifically examined the responses to the question, the feedback I received on this rotation was adequate. And the students responded to this question on a standard one to five Likert scale. Again, five being um, the uh, the top. Uh, the three academic years prior to July 1st, 2015 was that paper eval period. And then the three academic years afterwards was that electronic eval period. And we looked at the uh, differences in the survey responses between those two
0: periods. Okay, so let's talk about your results. what did you find?
1: So we had, um, Um, a response rate that was actually uh, pretty high. So in the Paper evaluation period: 491 students out of about 600 uh, uh, responded to the survey instrument, and about 430 students in the electronic evaluation period um, responded to the survey. So, just about 80% response rate in both periods. Uh, the main response uh, for that question that we looked at: the feedback I received on this rotation was adequate. On that Likert scale, improved from 4.02, which was in the paper evaluation period, to 4.22. Uh, in the electronic evaluation period. And this is a main dif- mean difference of 0.2, uh, which was statistically significant. Uh, I think um, one of the more important um, or interesting results was that the percentage of students who gave us kind of a top box response of five, uh, reflecting that they were uh, strongly uh, agreed with the adequacy of their feedback, improved significantly from 31 to 41%, which was also statistically significant.
0: So... So it does seem that implementing the electronic evaluation system is associated with an increase in satisfaction um, with the level of feedback that they receive. But So we can't assume causality, but can you speculate on some reasons why it might be that satisfaction increased with the electronic evaluations? Yeah, that's a great question. I
1: think uh, we had hypothesized several several reasons. I think from the pers- from the students' perspective, uh, the paper evaluations were not uncommonly seen as not being very deliberately completed. Uh, for example, some students would complain that an attending would literally circle an entire column, such as all threes or all fours on those six domains that they're being assessed at. So, it gave the impression that the attending wasn't really taking the time uh, to deliberately uh, complete uh, that evaluation. Uh, The electronic system, though, requires the attending to really individually select responses for each domain, uh, which helps kind of promote that perception of a more nuanced and constructive feedback. Uh, Also, if you think about the learners that are going through medical school and medical education um, at this period, uh, that current cohort is really um, set up to better perceive electronic evals. They grew up in a very technologically accustomed uh, world. Uh, You can literally order pizza at the push of a button. And so uh, a paper evaluation probably just seems antiquated and, uh, and, Inadequate.
0: Well, I was saying next, I think you should survey the faculty and see if they prefer doing it on paper <laughs> yes. electronically. But exactly. it correlates with the age of the faculty and probably eating. Probably. <laughs> um, so, are, are are there any limitations of this study that you'd like to discuss?
1: Sure. So it's limited by a few factors. So this was a retrospective study, and also we used uh, a survey instrument that we didn't have any control over. Uh, This was a school-wide survey instrument. And so we didn't have the opportunity to really specifically ask students whether they preferred paper versus electronic evals. Uh, This was rather more of a um, student's general impression of the feedback process. Uh, Also, when our department rolled out that electronic system, uh, we may have confounded some of that data since the faculty had to be oriented to the new process. Uh, And so there potentially uh, could have been resulting uh, faculty development on student feedback. Uh, This was also a relatively long study period of six years. And in that period, there was regular faculty turnover, uh, which could have also confounded that data.
0: So so just to close this out, um, what are some other thoughts that you have on how we can improve this process overall for our students? And, And do you have any new studies about this in the works? Oh, great question! So I think it's it's important to really
1: consider the evaluative and feedback process. Uh, honestly, it's something that starts at the beginning of each shift. I think too often we think of giving feedback as something we do at the end, but really, just something we should be thinking out thinking about from the onset of that of that time with that learner. Uh, um, uh, I like beginning each shift with learners, uh, either students or residents, with a simple question like, what do you want to accomplish today? Or what are you working on? Uh, and then try to make it my objective to facilitate that learner's goal so that the end of shift feedback is almost a two-way street where at the end I ask the learner, is there anything I could have done better to help you accomplish that goal today? Um, and so I think it's, it's, it's somewhat in, in instructive to think of this feedback uh, that we give to our students and to all of our learners as something that starts at the very beginning uh, rather than something that we think about uh, at the end as as we're closing out our day. Uh, And then in terms of new studies, I'm hoping, so our group's hoping to actually match evaluations uh, from individual faculty members who were uh, on the faculty both in the paper and electronic evaluation period. One of the things we're curious to see is if uh, faculty changed the way that they evaluated students uh, based on what system they were using. Um, So, for example, did that electronic system actually cure that issue of faculty just circling down the line of all threes and all fours? And were they actually more deliberate in their feedback?
0: Fascinating. Well, we'll wait to hear uh, more about that. So thank you so much for coming to talk with us about this paper and uh, stay well.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you again for the invitation to be here. It was a pleasure to talk with you.
0: Thanks for listening to this AEM Education and Training podcast. Be sure to read the full text of this article available on our blog at brownemblog.com. Subscribe to all our AEM podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Search for AEM Early Access, all one word. Today's music is by Scott Holmes. I'm Dr. Gita Pensa, and we'll see you next time.